This week on Face Off Hockey Show, I don't know. I just got back from Blaine. I don't know what you want me want to do with him. What, what do you want me? What, what do you want out of me? Uh, I guess we'll talk some suspensions that were happening. We'll talk some playoffs. We'll talk about uh, some hirings in the front office and and perfect hockey bar, huh? Maybe. Anyway, it's Face Off Hockey Show right now. <laughs> Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. Click, click, I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off yeah, Hockey King Show. Yeah. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. In a breakaway. And the P Boys, Johnny. Johnny. And Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey, if you're on video, um, didn't pause, didn't do anything. Welcome. I'm Scott Wazalewski. Scotty Waz, as the kids like to call me if you're nasty. I had to use my government name because that's what I was doing all weekend in Blaine. Um, and uh, we'll get to that here in a minute. Uh, conspicuous by his absence is John Johnny P. Uh, he was also in Blaine with me as the Maryland Black Bears went to the Robertson Cup Final Four. Um, and there's something to say about a two-story Taco Bell and its after effects. And we'll just leave it at that. We will just leave it at that. In any case, um, we're here now. We're having a good time. Well, I'm here now, Johnny P., uh, a little late up, so we will get his take on what he thought about Blaine in the uh, next week's episode. So he did a great, fantastic job uh, photographing for the NAHL and photographing for the Maryland Black Bears, as he is wont to do. Got some great shots of the championship game. That is on our Facebook page um, there. Oklahoma, the Warriors winning the uh, Robertson Cup. It was a great game. That final game was a great game. I'm glad I stuck around for it. Um, it was really good. Um, our Black Bears, unfortunately... Did not uh, did not make the cut. Uh, goes down in three games, and such is life. It was a valiant effort from those kids. They did a hell of a job. They represented the team very proudly. And um, onward, upward, I suppose, is, is the way to go about it. And, uh, yeah, that's where I was at all week. Uh, left Thursday, got there. Um, uh, the other photographer for the Black Bears gym, and Johnny got to the hotel first because their flight was earlier, and they didn't have the reservations. And they're like, "Screw it, we want to sleep now." Uh, we they went to another hotel. I I I didn't change because mine was prepaid, and away we are. So, um, the place I stayed at uh, it was in uh, it was in uh, Friedley, Friedley, Friedley. I think it's pronounced um, Friedley. Great, it was a great place. I mean, the neighborhood was meh, but you know. Win some, you lose some. It was connected to a Menards, and if you don't know what Menards is, it's basically if Home Depot and Walmart had a child, uh, and it got a lot of Home Depot's traits, but a little bit of Walmart traits in there too. So that was that was fun. I mean, you could pick up some snacks and stuff. There's an Applebee's right there. There's a Jersey Mike's across the street, a Target across the street. Like there was a lot of stuff there if you needed it, if you needed food and stuff. But we went out to other places in Blaine. Uh, shout out Clyde's, uh, Clives rather, Cl- not Clyde's, Clives. Um, that was a great place to go to. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we kind of hung out there, uh, did the, did our dang thing. 
Uh, got back on play-by-play regularly for the first time in 20-some years. We had that one-off game last year, but um, it was a good time. It was uh, it was fun. I got a good reaction from it, so I'm happy about that. I didn't goof it up too much, which is what I don't want to do. But, um, yeah, it was a good time. Uh was gone, and then we got the Black Bears got eliminated on Sunday. Uh, Monday was a day off. We decided uh, amongst the three of us, Jim, John, and I, that we'll stay. Uh, we'll stay for the the whole dang thing. And we did. And the good thing we did, it was a hell of a game on uh, Friday night um, or on Tuesday night. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good showing. Oklahoma wins 4-3. They win their first championship in their three-year three history. Yeah, because they moved from Wichita Falls. Um, and, yeah, it was, a, it was a hell of a game. Exciting game down to the end. Uh, but uh, maybe next year for the Black Bears. Maybe next year is a hell of a exciting. Then I come home, and then I get my um, MVP redemption. I got a redemption in my MVP box. Uh, it's all the rookies from the Pacific Division. Uh, you going to zoom in? There you go. Uh, in a nice little stack set there, including a Shane Wright card. So that might go for something since it's only a redemption uh, card. So... Maybe just maybe throw that up on the eBay store. I got a I got another uh, Shane Wright canvas rookie card, canvas young guns. So I'm gonna throw that up on the eBay store. So there we go. And then I participated in a stack sale by the great Dan Vince, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago when I was in in live doing it, and and all that stuff finally came. Um, not including like a uh, actually it is including because I pulled the cap set out. Oh no, what was that? Oh no, I dropped some. So, oh, it was the it was the cool card too. Uh, so this is my stack. It is a big stack, uh, and this is like some of the cards are doubled. There, some of the the holders are doubled up too, just for space. Um, but yeah, I got a big stack, and I'll show all some of these uh, here in a minute. Uh, some of the cooler ones, at least that I found. It also, there's also a lot of like loose cards that were like free cards. That he, uh, you know, he has during the during the stack sale, and I got some of those, but I did not put those, include those. But the one card that I was really hyped up about was uh, was this one. It was a game use. Oh, come on, game use stick. Uh, and that is pretty fucking sick. <laughs> like honestly, like that's the that that's the dopest dopest thing I could find. Game use stick. So that's pretty cool. And then I also got this one for flavor because it's it's Ed Belfour. In his Blackhawks gear, come on, focus, camera. You're forty some bucks. You should focus a lot better. In his Blackhawks gear, but in a Sharks when he got traded to the Sharks immediately after. So it's a shiny card. So that's probably what's fucking up the thing. But yeah, I had to get this just for the pure camp of it. That was pretty cool. And then a, a novel Pavel Bure rookie card, Young Guns. A lot of cool cap stuff in here. A lot of cool stuff to add to my collection. Um. Yeah, a lot of Ovi stuff that I add to my collection, so I'll put those over in my collection, but uh, just trying to find any other, like, neat card, or unique card, rather, because I did get a lot of unique stuff, as it is wont to do in this in the hobby section, like this one here, this Cody Eakin um, dual card. It's a jersey patch, jersey patch, and then the laundry tag, so that's pretty interesting. It was a very heavy Dallas Stars contingency as I got this Lane McDermott R on the jersey. Um, Colton Severson, another rookie patch auto or a patch auto. And then Cody Goodliff. Um, 
All right, Jen, hold on. Going to Google this thing there. I hate I hate when people have too many freaking Skype contacts. All right, so there's that. Um, of course, Michael Jordan signed rookie. You can't you can't go without him? MJ signed rookie. Of course, it's Michael Jordan from Slovakia or from the Czech Republic, but whatever. And then another pretty cool uh, Colton Severson, uh, Patch Auto, right there. So if you're on the video show, uh, great, you can see that. And then also this Gregory Denisenko, pretty dope patch. Three-color patch, dual patch. Sick, sick shit right there. So happy for it. Dan does a great job with all that jazz. Um, did I show the Cody Eakin? I think I showed the Cody Eakin. That's going to my caps thing. Another Cody Eakin deal. So really cool. Really enjoy him doing that. So uh, good times there. But that was my week. It was very, very meh. You know, traveling a lot. That's the big thing. Like the travel. Travel's hell, man. <laughs> Travel is a sum gun. Let me tell you about that. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Uh, just I just sent an invite to you, Jen. Did she get it? We'll find out. Jen's supposed to be jumping on here in a second. Um, uh, it's a it's a half-hearted show because we have one of the two people who are mainly in here now. I can't focus on myself. That's fine. That's fine, I guess. Um, anywho, a lot to talk about when when we get people on here. Uh, again, with Johnny out, it's kind of monologuish, which I hate. And God knows if when Mark shows up, um, who knows with him? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who's in the call? All right. Just send a little ringy dingy to you, Jen. Hey, buddy. I hear you, Cooper. I hear you, Cooper, but you never talk when there's a microphone in front of you. Hi, Jen. Jen? All right, hang on. Calm down, stupid. Anyway, there's Jen. Hi, buddy. Hey. What's happening? Um, just waited the longest time ever for a bus. Nice. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> you can go no video if you need to, like, chill out and change or whatever. Um, I'm all right. Okay. I'm just going to stuff some potato chips in my mouth. That's fine. Not like that hasn't been done before on the show. Uh, <laughs> then I can log out of this one to make the video stop. Thank goodness. There we go. Boop. All right. Cool. All right. Get out of there. All right. Perfect. Wonderful. Uh, I was just showing off all the, the fun stack that I found that I got from the stack sale that I participated in. Yeah. Yeah. Including that wacky game you stick. Like... Like how do you how do you fit that like how do you even fit that into a card like that's wild, <laughs> some wild shit right there. And then uh, also this one this this fancy uh, Eddie Belfour with the Sharks logo but the Hawks gear. Yeah, I had to get I had to get that one. 
So how have you been since we've last spoken? Like on the show wise, like we speak every day, but um been interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm uh slowly trying to get my sleep schedule back together. Hey, there you go. How's that going? Uh last night I got six hours. Hey, there we go. You're not gonna hit Johnny's numbers though. That much we know. Very... Except when I um accidentally crash and hibernate. Sure. But he does that on a consistent basis, let's be honest. Let's be honest. So that's who stole my sleep. Yeah. Have uh have you been watching any of the hockey? Have you been keeping up with any of the hockey? Mm-mm. Okay, perfect. The rink boards, um, the rink ads. Yeah. They uh, trigger migraines and um, panic attacks with the the way they flash and animate. Oh, okay. Makes sense then. Yeah. You can also listen to the radio feeds too. I could. <laughs> but I I follow the games on Twitter. Perfect. Get those in gift form. That's all that matters. Basically. Are you surprised that uh, that uh, these uh, conference finals are going so shittily? Um, based on how this year went, not terribly. Mm. Um, I'm I'm not entirely shocked that the Panthers are up three zero. Um, I thought Dallas would have at least taken one game by now. Mm-hmm. Um, the last here's a fun fact: the last time. Two teams swept in the semis and went on to the cup. I was uh, 92. Mm, Penn Stars? No. No. Penn's uh, Blackhawks. Oh. And the Blackhawks lost in four games. Right, they got swept by the Pens. Yep. And that was the last Penn's Cup until 09, right? Yeah. Right. Something yep. like that. But yeah. No, that's a fun fact. We did it. Yay. Yay. Uh yeah, good times. I was telling people about how Johnny had a uh Johnny had an incident and he's still not home yet. So travel oh. woes travel woes following Johnny P. Mm. So uh actually no, travel woes travel woes following um. No, I'll have to tell you off air. This whole thing—it's a whole thing. Like their their trip got started bad because the reservation wasn't ready at the hotel we were supposed to stay at, so they went to another hotel, left me high and dry. <laughs> so you know how it goes. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Um. Good times. Only there's only one entry. There's not going to be any injury music because Johnny's not here. Uh, Rasmus Sundin, day-to-day with a knee injury, knee-on-knee, from Mikey Isamont during the World Championships. Did not look good. Did Mm -hmm. not look great. Uh, He tried to practice today, went off the ice with a limp, so he is day-to-day, but aren't we all. Uh, Staying with the World Championships, Joe Valeno suspended five games for stepping on Nito Niederreiter. Like, literally, foot rays stomping on his ankle. Mm -hmm. Not good. No, No bueno on that. And then, yeah, no, that's frowned upon. Yeah, especially international play, and especially against the Swiss. 
Yeah. Uh, Jamie Benn suspended two games for cross-checking Mark Stone, oops, upside the head last night after getting a, a match penalty. So just a dumb, dumb play. It was a stupid play, and his excuse for it was even dumber. He's like, well, I wish I hadn't fallen stick first onto him. <laughs> I'm like, do you, do you think we're all blind? Yeah, you didn't fall stupid. <laughs> you don't fall at the waist. <laughs> like No. Mm. And then he declined to speak to the media last night, too. Of course so. he did. Of course he did. That's the captain right there, baby. That's your captain. But anywho... Um, their season's just about done anyway. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're going out with a whimper, and it's going to be a Vegas, Florida final, as we all predicted in the preseason. Jesus, <laughs> as we all said, as it went going. All right, let's get to our Patreon pick. Patreon.com/slash/FaceOffHockeyShow. It's a thing. It provides us money. It's a great time had by all. Uh, you can give us a dollar, you get a video show. You give us $5, you get the video show. You get to help us uh, pick a poll and then uh, uh, maybe get some extras here and there. It's going to be a lot more ramped up during the summer because we're going to have a lot more time to do things. So, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Tyler, Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. They contributed. So can you, patreon.com slash show. All the contributions go somewhere. Uh, so... Since I was in the MSP region, went to Tom Reed's Pub, and you've been there. Uh, I love that place. That a, a quite good amount of time, and it's a hockey bars hockey bar. To be quite honest with you, every like the tables are shaped like hockey sticks. The bar is shaped like a hockey stick. There's a hockey hockey memorabilia and tchotchkes everywhere. There's a goalie hanging off the wall, and I'm thinking to myself, is there another place that has something like that? And, since there's probably not, what would it take to make something look like that? Like, what is the perfect hockey bar viewing experience, I suppose? Now, you, one of non-alcoholic um, indulgence, may not be, may not be, you know, the expert on this. Mm. But you know what you like also in terms of what needs, what, what an experience would look like or need to look like. So... I guess off the top, your thoughts on uh, Tom Reed's just to start off with, since we'll have a basis. Um, well, it's run by Tom Reed, who is a former pro hockey player. Mm-hmm. And he's got tons of jerseys and memorabilia. And, and um, it's it's a very, it's a sportsy vibe without being a sports bar vibe. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's what I like about it is that it's it's sportsy, but it's not sports bar. So we'll just take a look like some of the uh, some of the pictures. There's a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy crap on the walls. Like you have this whole I get your face out of here. Have this whole area, vintage area of like all the. I think this is like the back room they have there. So they have like Gophers and Minnesota Saints stuff up here, high school stuff up there, goalie gear over here. Just random, random ass shit. Um, I think this is the main, yeah, this is the main, uh, main experience. Of course, doesn't got your jerseys yeah. just hanging along the wall and stuff, or hanging from the ceiling and things like that. Um, this looks like this looks old because the bar has changed a little bit. But 
by and large, it's pretty good. It's again, like you said, there's there's TVs everywhere, but it's not it's not sportsy sportsy. Like it's like yep. you can, you can get a good poutine there if you want it, which you you often... can get a good meal there. Mm-hmm. Unlike sports bars, which want to serve you like fried onions and popcorn. Sure, like just easy shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, like the bar in and of itself is very very nice. In general. So, like, is this the basis for Hockey Pub for you? Like, there's TVs everywhere, but there's also good food? Yes. And you're you're more of a food person anyway. Yeah. So, no, I'm definitely more of a food person. You are the you are the foodie person out of the two of us. Me, it's just like, they got tenders? Let's fucking go. Here we are. Right. Yeah, no, they have poutine there, and it's very good. And I got waffle fries. I was, like, loving life at that point. Uh, yep. So... Um, but yeah, no, it's, and and it's tucked like it's down down a ways from the XL Energy Center too, so it's a little bit not too far away. A good walk, a good walk from the arena, but it's there, um, down like another food row. Um, but yeah, I think that I mean you have to, especially if you're going to drag somebody out there who's not a sports fan or not a hockey fan, like you have to have good food. Right, like, that has to be a key moment. Though at the same time, why would you take somebody to a place that they're not going to like either? I mean, I guess that's a Another caveat for another podcast, but yeah, but yeah. Since so, so you're a person who likes hockey, you like food. You don't drink, so is are those? Is it just the food aspect of it that you would enjoy to have, along with the massive yeah. amounts of TVs? No, if I can, if I can have poutine and watch TV and watch a hockey game at the same time, mm-hmm. you're in. Sold. I'm in. I'm sold. Perfect then. I can get soda like at any bar, so it doesn't matter. Right. Drink wise to me. Sure. Or get those fake fake martini deals or whatever the fake fake fake. Yeah. Um, mocktails. That's what it's called. Mocktails. Yeah. yeah. Mocktails. Ooh. Um, for me, yeah, I think you, I think their TV setup is perfect because like the volume is not too loud on any of it because they had like the they had TVs going, but they also had like the uh, like the radio going too. I like the whatever satellite radio they had, so that was pretty. That was pretty cool too. Uh, you didn't you didn't have to deal with talking heads all the damn time. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it, you have to have if you want a hockey bar, you can't have it themed. I guess if you want any sports bar, you really can't have it too themed. Like Buffalo Wild Wings is a little much, and that's not that much. <laughs> I'm just like I just want I just want a sports bar where I can just sit and eat, and I don't need any, I don't need I don't need the uh, I don't need jerseys on the waiter, waiters and waitresses. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, sure. Well, and places like Buffalo Wild Wings, there's a pressure to like seat you, feed you, get you out. Seat right. you, feed you, get you. Yeah. And Tom Reeves is very chill. Like if I wanted to spend 15 minutes looking at the menu, I don't think they would protest. No. You know? Yeah. I know, I know for me, I just sat there and like, hey, waffle fries. And I just, just kind of chilled there. Of course, it was like, Two thirty in the afternoon, so it wasn't too busy, uh, <laughs> and the patio was open. So I'm sure the patio was a little bit more hectic. Uh, yeah, but uh, anywho, yeah, I mean that's one of those deals. Did where you see Tom? Mm, he was around, yeah. He was around, but he was doing some other stuff in the back room. So, yeah, he's a very hands-on owner. Yes, he is very. And he's, he's super nice to talk to. So for sure. Uh. Yeah, he seemed like he had. Well, I guess they had the regulars in during the during the day, and they were just chit chatting about and 
yeah, I've heard stories of Tom just going around the tables during things and just saying hey and making sure everything was all right. Mm-hmm. So always good. Always good to have an owner like that. And a guy who, um, not originally from there, kind of settled down there and, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy the culture and stuff like that. So helps a lot. That's for dang sure. Uh, oh, he was the first one with the gunk. Yes. Or one of the first ones. Okay. Well, there you go then. I make... also want to say he's the only guy who scored a penalty shot on uh, Ken Dryden. Uh, the rare penalty shot. Ken Dryden was the only penalty shot, yep, ever against Dryden and one of the uh, 17 that uh, Tom Reed scored in his career. <laughs> so that works out perfect for him. But yeah, no, I think that that's definitely like Tom Reed is the Tom Reed's is the pinnacle for sports bars or hockey hockey pubs or hockey bars as it were. I'm trying to think I can't think of any other hockey bars off the top of my head that uh that exist that are strictly like hockey themed. Like not even not even I'm in sure Canada. I mean, I'm sure they exist. Uh-huh. I mean, you could. I mean, one could argue the R bar in Columbus. I mean, that's hockey-ish, but it's not like, like the theme is hockey. The theme is like just there. Um, and I think that's it. It's like the gist of it is like not, you know. Seattle's like you have these bars that are quote unquote. Oh, here's one: the Angry Beaver in Seattle. That's kind of. Uh, uh, let me see. Does it come up? The bigger image? Oh, yes, it does. All right, cool. And I will share this. Shut up, dummy. He's doing something. I don't know what he's doing over there. So here's the uh, here's the Angry Beaver. Now this is pretty chill. Yeah. Jersey's on the wall. TV's kind of there. Not a lot of TVs though. For a sports bar, and in weird places too. It's a weird place yeah. for a TV just right at your back. But. I mean that's a cool, cool idea. I mean Boston Pizza the same way. Like it's a it's a sports bar, but it's not like a hockey dedicated bar. Um, the Kraken have their own bar, thirty two bar and grill at the Iceplex. So, but yeah, they say Joe Black. Joe Black's is not a hockey bar. Stop it. <laughs> stop fucking stop it right now. We know that for a fact. That is a dive. That's not a dive bar. It's an upscale dive bar. Here's one in Kalamazoo. Uh, the hockey bar in Kalamazoo. It's got like little glass. It's got the thing, the boards, all kinds of good stuff. That would have been great for COVID. Just <laughs> put the glass there and just leave it. So, interesting. Interesting place. Slap shots. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's the one in Kalamazoo. Slap shot hockey bar. The R bar in Columbus. Oh, we've been there. We did a show there back in the uh, back in the day. So I don't know if they're still open or not. They're struggling to remain open, so who knows? Canadian Hockey Pub in Houston. That's a lot of words. Now this is okay. Like this is this is very den like. Um, like it looks like somebody's house. Yeah, it does. Like it's kind of weird. It's like that one place in uh, in Omaha. That's by the. Um, the secondhand bookstore out there by the IHOP. Oh. I can't remember what it is, but it's like very dank and 
Like it's a hot... it's a good sandwich. Oh yeah, no, the food was good. Like it's just it's not memorable. <laughs> like I can't remember the name. Yeah, the bar itself is not memorable. No. So just kind of hang in there. But yeah, uh, good food, good accoutrement, but not too much accoutrement, and right number of TVs, I think. Mm. So when we get the venture capital for this, and we start this hockey bar, which by the way, I'm pretty, I'm it's pretty messed up that they don't have a hockey bar here in Grand Forks. Yeah, I'm. You would assume that they would. Yeah, but when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. I guess. I feel like a fool. But it is what it is. <laughs> so yeah, there we go. Hockey bar, build it there. I found it. Like I thought of that idea. I thought of that topic when we were doing the. We'll get Lyle's take on it too. He's been around. He's been to a few bars. We'll get his take on it when he comes in too. If Mark ever comes in, we'll talk to Mark about it. I don't know where Mark is. I don't know where this cursor is. Oh, it's just you and me. It's just me and you still. Bum, bum. Okay. And who knows if who knows if Mark's gonna show up. Anywho, uh, all the mess that is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Kyle Dubas not returning to the Maple Leafs after his contract expired. Uh, he's already met with the Penguins, so he's already getting on his feet. When we get to Lyle, we'll talk about the rest of the mess because it's holy shit. He said, she said, they said, who said. I love it. I love the. I love it. I love the fact that they are burning uh, in a heap. Somebody pointed out that. Um... MLSE, which is the like the parent stakeholder, mm-hmm. has uh, screwed up uh, Toronto FC and the Blue Jays, and so it's, maybe it's not a hockey problem; it's a like management problem. Well, MLSE doesn't own the Jays. Rogers owns the Jays. Um, oh, okay. But Rogers also owns the Leafs, so like Rogers and Bell uh, own the Leafs, I do believe, because they got sold from the tr- pension program. Um, because it used to be owned by the pension, the teachers' pension. Um, yeah. But yeah, MLSE does own it. But who's the owner of the owners? Who owns the Chiefs? Um, who owns you, you f- bastards? Rogers Communications owns thirty-seven percent. Bell Communications owns uh thirty-seven percent. And something called Kilmer Sports. Oh, it's Larry Tannenbaum's business. Owns 25%. So, uh, they own everything. The Leafs, the Raptors, FC, Argonauts, Marlies, the uh, the G League program, the Minor League Soccer program, the Scotiabank Arena, the OVO Athletic Center, the Maple Leaf Square. But they don't own the Blue Jays. That's surprising to me. I guess, does Toronto... Do the, like, I think the Blue Jays are just owned by Ted Rogers' uh, children. Um, yep, Rogers Communication owns them straight up. So the consortium of the Leafs. And everyone's just like, Rogers is tanking everything. Um, which, you know, sometimes. It, you <laughs> might, you never know. Um, yeah, good times there. And we'll, we'll get to a deeper dive with... Uh, with Lyle here about that when he gets going. But uh, more GM news. Craig Conroy named the GM of the Calgary Flames. Dave Nonis, AGM. Hooray. Thoughts on that? Craig Conroy, longtime flame after being traded to the Blues, or from the Blues. He's been, um, he's been in that AGM spot forever. 
<laughs> I I think he's got a good mind. Mm-hmm. So I I think the flames will be in good hands for a little while. Yeah. Um, he was one of the nerd herd back in the day with the flames. Mm. Um, it was the guy, all of the guys who played like World of Warcraft and whatever. Oh God, that kind of nerd. Thought you yeah, meant to just yeah. Like advanced stats. Yuck. Yeah, it was it was just a a group of guys that called themselves the nerd herd nice. on, on the flames because they they played what was it? I think civilizations mm. and against each other and um. Iginla would hide out in the bathroom and read like strategy books so he could beat everyone else. Nice. Yeah. So it's amazing they made it. It's, only, it's amazing they made it to one cup final. So yeah. Amazing. By the way, did you see the picture of the two the two story Taco Bell? I did. How great is that? <laughs> it's like a bank that gives you diarrhea. Like I and I, I, it's it's amazing. The problem is you only use those pneumatic dumbwaiter up and down tubes um, if you do the mobile order. Oh. So like if you go to the if you got to pay and you go to the regular window, they just they do the thing, but you don't see it and it's not a big thing. You don't get all hyped up about it. Okay. But I saw it and it was an experience. I got nacho fries and away I went. <laughs> Which, by the way, nacho fries trying to dip fries into cheese not the easiest when you're driving. Just want to make, want to put that out there. You need one of those steering wheel trays, right? I should have brought along that mug that had the, uh, that has like the, that's at work that has the holder for like snacks. I could put the cheese in there and then have it have my iced or my lemonade in there and then dip my fries and it'd be a great mess. Because yeah. <laughs> my beer would just be nacho cheese, <laughs> nacho cheese beard, and away we go. Uh, the Dallas Stars apologized profusely for the fans littering the ice after Game Three. I didn't see what happened. I heard that Aiden Hill had popcorn dumped on him. That much I did did hear. Yeah, they actually uh, called the game like early. Oh Jesus! Because the fans were so dumb, obnoxious. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty wild. Ah, yeah, dog. It, I, don't think they called it with a lot of time left. I think it was only like 18 seconds, but. Mark, have you ever hurled things onto the ice in, in rage? I mean, not in rage, okay. just hat tricks. Okay, sure. I haven't been to a teddy bear toss, but I'd imagine I'd be I'd be okay with doing that. But not a $17 beer or $45 popcorn? No. Okay. All right. No, Good no, time. I haven't thrown things at people before. At least at an ice In rink. In rage. Yeah, in rage. Nice, right, yeah. Guess the Dallas fans didn't get that memo. Um, hey, question for you, you you avid you avid uh, bar you you attended bars back in the day. I did at one point in my life. At one point when you were uh, uh, childless mm-hmm. um, and wifeless, um, but not lifeless. What's your ideal <laughs> hockey bar? Ideal hockey bar? Yeah. So there was a place in Bethesda. A uh, very long time ago, called William Reed's, mm. that uh, it actually was a hockey bar. They were one of the few places that had got center ice. Oh, okay. And they had pretty much all the games on every TV uh, at any time. I got to step away for a sec. I'll be right back. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about. Uh, I forgot about that too. There's a place in Northern Virginia that uh, is called Bugsy's Place. Uh, Bugsy Watson owned it. 
Okay. Um, he had a place in Northern Virginia. It was a really like small ass like upper, like it was it was two levels. Like, but the restaurant was the blow, and then the hockey, the bar with all the hockey stuff was up top. I did a podcast there back in '03. Couple podcasts there um, with this girl called Cat the Hockey Girl. So it was it was a uh, it was an interesting interesting time. But that was another thing. It was in uh, old Old Town Alexandria. Up in Northern Virginia, so you had to cross the bridge from where we're at. It's just luckily they did it on Sunday, so there wasn't any traffic. Because if you had to do that on like a Thursday night, fuck that, <laughs> you are pretty much just done on that. So we'll get Mark's uh, Mark's more of Mark's intellect here in a bit. Uh, Logan Coley going to return to University of Minnesota after uh, he decided he looked at the Coyote situation and said, "Nah, I'm good. I am good. I will stay here and I will have a fun time." So he's staying in Minnesota to be a Golden Gopher for another year. Uh, which, speaking of the Coyotes, uh, because of what happened last week, and they got just blown the fuck out of the water, the mayor of Connecticut already looking at trying to get the Whalers back. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, this is our time to strike, baby. This is our time to strike. Yeah, sure, our, our arena's still in that old mall. But God damn it, we're going to make it happen. Uh, Ned Lamont said he's planning to meet with Gary Bettman to talk about moving the Arizona Coyotes to Hartford. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't see... I don't you know, the, Chicago, or the, the Coyotes fans don't deserve any of this. No! It's just been gross mismanagement after gross mismanagement. And just a shitty campaign. Like... It, yeah, they didn't spend enough money on the campaign, that's the thing. And then the... the is, the opposition was just like, yeah, it's actually giving tax cuts to billionaires. It's like, wait, no, it's not. Now we got a landfill that's just going to sit there. Yeah. So, yeah, the possibility of a move to Connecticut. Long shot, 40. Uh, they still have the XL Center, which was the old uh, the old Hartford Civic Center. And it's 48 years old. Um, the estimated cost of repairs, $107 million. <laughs> So, mm. um. Hartford in there, along with Atlanta, Portland, Kansas City, Houston, Milwaukee, Salt Lake City, Quebec City, and Hamilton, which I don't think Hamilton, I don't think Quebec City, don't think Milwaukee, don't think Portland. But, I, I don't see Salt Lake City as a viable option. I think we I feel like it's. I feel like it's too much. Like, what are, we, what are they going to be? Salt Lake City what? Coyotes. Salt Lake City. It's too much to say. How about how about the well, how about the how about the slutty Mormons? Yeah, and S-L-U-T. they can't be. I mean, they, they can't be the Salt Lake City Coyotes. That makes no sense. It's like saying St. Louis Blues. D- I mean, wait, wait a, minute. a minute. Or you well, told Jess. Salt Lake has a thing about naming their teams ending in Z's. So, um, it was the the Buzz mm-hmm. and the Jazz. Mm-hmm. And. I think that's the one that didn't make sense, yeah. right? The Utah Jazz. Uh, yeah, St. Louis Blues. Right? Also, yeah, because they St. Louis Blues didn't move. Well, Los Angeles Lakers. That makes sense. There's no lakes yeah. in Los Angeles. No lakes. Um, they were the Grizz Brooklyn and, Dodgers. And, yeah, I the, guess that makes that, sense. Yeah, the trolley Dodgers. But the Los Angeles Dodgers. There's no trolleys in Los Angeles <laughs> unless you're dodging bullets. <laughs> it's uh, eight uh, six forty five here in Central I Time. Guess it does make sense. <laughs> Uh, oh, jeez. But Salt Lake City's going to need a new arena. Uh, all right, back to the hockey bar. Uh, had you ever been to Bugsy's in uh, I've never heard old, of that. old Town Alexandria? 
No, Alexandria is not easy to get to. No, it's really not. It was fucking unless terrible. you're already there. Yeah, right. <laughs> or or you're you're at a metro stop because the yellow line sucks. <laughs> the yellow line is the worst line in in DC. Anybody who knows DC knows the yellow lines. There's there's really nothing you can get to on the yellow line that's worthwhile. Alexandria is too far out. Mm. The red lines where it's at. Red red lines between Bethesda and it drops you straight at the arena. There you go. Uh, the orange and blue lines are okay. They just go east west. Sure. Yellow line goes from Alexandria, like, to the mall. It's the worst. Anyway, Alexandria hockey bar. Yeah, it's called. Bug- no, it's, I've never been there. It's called Bugsy's. Uh, I don't know if it's still existent in existence. Um, to be quite honest with you, I uh, did a couple podcasts there. Um, uh, All right, but yeah, it was a good time. It was, but it was like one of those things where it was just the upstairs, the upstairs uh, room. Like the bottom stairs was the freaking, uh, um, the restaurant, mm-hmm. and then upstairs was just like a shack, like almost like a dive bar ish kind of nice. thing. So that was, was fun. It was all right. It's probably still better than John just randomly going to the Green Turtle and setting up podcast equipment. Right, exactly. In in <laughs> Columbia. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to say that um, the place we went to Monday night, uh, Dusty's. Um, Jen, you you I don't we didn't send this to you, but there there's a there's a dive bar in Minneapolis. I know, shocking. Um, but it's called Dusty's, and on their sign it says. Home of the Dagos. And I'm just like, Johnny, we found your bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what those are. Um, apparently, it's some kind of food. Jen, is you're, it? You're from the Midwest? Uh, nothing? No? It, well, I mean, you were there. Right? All right, Why here we go. Check the menu or anything. So I fe- uh, because, it's, um, because it was a dive bar. <laughs> and I didn't know if they had menus. But I found it. Dusty bar, Dusty's bar and Dago.com. DustyBarsAndDagos.com. Fantastic. Um, but that's in there. What is a hungry? Need a Dago infusion? Take it. Drop in or take out. I don't know what a Dago is. Please. I'm sounding really racist now. Homemade Italian sausage patty made from 100% ground pork. I guess that's on a sandwich. Maybe maybe we had it backwards all along. Maybe maybe like Dagos were a, a, a traditional Italian meal, and then somebody's like used it derogatively, and then it just stuck. Very 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 true, because it is. They did a uh, they there's a whole thing about it in the in this food in this uh, food website called the Takeout. St. Paul's hot Dago sandwich offers no apologies. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean. You kind of have to not apologize at that here, point. Well, here it is. Uh, the hot Dago sandwich in St. Paul is a humble, honest, working-class Italian-American dish that has been appearing on menus since the early 20th century, but the word Dago, a slur long slung towards Italian-Americans, also enrages some customers <laughs> and people visiting out of town. Oh, my God. So it's an Italian sausage patty with between two pieces of bread with uh, almost always topped with marinara sauce and melted cheese. So it's like an egg McMuffin without the egg, but Essentially, with marinara sauce. Yeah, pretty much. It's Italian sausage, not like something you get from a deli's freezer. So, so if I call someone an Italian McMuffin, <laughs> is that that's essentially... Offensive. That's offensive to Italians, fat people, and the Irish. <laughs> oh, you McMuffin. Ah. Oh, man. That's fantastic. 
Yeah, I wonder how they get away with that these days. I mean, of course, it, I mean, I guess the it's one of those like if you are one of the non-marginalized races in the United States now, your people are allowed to do that and it's supposed to just be okay. I'm not offended. I'm sure some people get offended by that stuff, but like you know, Italians aren't really that, that marginalised anymore. Yeah, no. And this this article was published in 2018, so like right around the cusp of the start of cancel culture. So if mm-hmm. people are enraged then, just like, eh, I don't know, man. Uh, but yeah, we saw that and you're like, wait a minute. Diego, that can be ordered sloppy if you drown, drown, your, okay. drown your dish in cheese and sauce. Stop. Now, a sloppy, sloppy Diego, Diego is something completely different. <laughs> You gotta pay extra for that. Yeah. Seasoned hot Dago. <laughs> it's fantastic. I guess it's, it's it looks like it's just a Minnesota thing. Like, cause I have you ever heard of that before, John or no. Mark? Jen? Nope. We should. I mean, if only Laura was still a person, we could ask her. Because I'm up sure the she's UP, still a person. From the UP, I'm sure she probably caught wind of some Dagos every now and then, especially when she moved. She moved to Maryland. She got <laughs> wind of some Dagos, too. Became our PR person. <laughs> oh, my God. Gotta love it. Anyway. So you guys had a good time? It was fun. Aside from the outcome? Aside from the outcome. I mean, it was a good time otherwise. Um, yeah. No, doing play-by-play for the first time in years was fun. Johnny, great pictures. Like, Jim, Jim pretty much submitted all Johnny's pictures that to the league and use them for a lot of the stuff they were posting so awesome um it's great that he's he's been he, like he's getting better and better each game and you know you look at the stuff he did like first year for the black bears and now it's like fucking leaps and bounds but mm-hmm. um they put on an interesting show it's a very small ish arena think about think piney but with two side two sides of stands and then that's it okay okay um all like all kind of wood structured, very low ceiling. You have a a small lobby that they put up merch and ticket sales, and like you can't move around there. There's like no no place to really gather around. Um, it's definitely an old time Minnesota feel. Um, but overall, it was a good time. It was a good showing. Um, enjoyable overall. Blaine's a nice little town, but it's nothing to the Super Rinks, which has eight ice rinks and twenty six soccer fields. But because what? Of, yeah, it's a it's a whole national sports complex that they have. They have like lacrosse fields, football fields, football fields, um, baseball fields, track. Where do they find the size? Where it's, do they find they, the space to do all there's that? There's plenty. There's plenty of room in Minnesota. Sure, it's the land of ten thousand lakes, but it's also the land of a lot of acres. Let me see if I can bring up. Let me, let's see if I can bring up the national sports center. Da 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 da. Um, you should come one time, Mark. It'd be great. Yeah, bring the family. They'd love it. The it's the multi-sport complex. It's a 600-acre site. Um, that was constructed in 1990. So, um, Jesus, everything is like fucking aerial. Like, oh, here we go. So here's a map. Uh, thank God we have a map. Um, start sharing that. Let me share this map. What's this map look like? It's a fucking terrible map. Uh, let's see if I can't bump it up. Bump, 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 bump it up. All right, so here's the super rinks right here. Okay. 
the super rink. It's got eight rinks. So you got four rinks in this one, four rinks in this one. And then you have all kinds of soccer fields here, up to 66. And then Minnesota United, Minnesota United works here. There's dorm rooms here. Where's the parking? Right oh, here. There you go. Lot G. Lot yeah. F. Lot G. Yeah. And there's like lot L over here. Lot J back here. Is this all indoor? Is it just no, one it's big? Out, it's all outdoor. All like, outdoor. Yeah, the super Got rinks it. are the only thing that's indoor. Everything else is outdoor stadium stuff. So, like, it's, and what is that thing down the bottom there? The practice field for a for, one of the for professional the, teams. Yeah, for the MLS team. Got it. So. Yeah, no, this, like, it's wild. Right, sixty freaking soccer fields. That's crazy. It's absurd. It is absurd, and it's in Blaine. And like the fact that it's six hundred acres is pretty goddamn wild too. Let me see if it gives an actual definition of like what all is there. Because yeah, the super ranks is where they have the NAHL um, showcase, which is got everything. Uh, sorry, it's the it's Minnesota United FC two. It used to be Minnesota United NASL team, but then I guess the development team is there. Gotcha. Um, so it's got over 50 full-size soccer fields, a golf course, a meeting and convention facility. Of course. Yeah. An eight-sheet ice rink called the Super Rinks. They've hosted uh, national and world championships in soccer, hockey, figure skating, short track, speed skating, broom ball, rugby, ultimate frisbee, and lacrosse. And uh, it was $14.7 million to construct, has over 3.8 million visitors annually. It's the most visited sports facility in the state of Minnesota. So, Wait, there's a more visited sports facility in somewhere in the United States? That's How's a, that possible? I know. That's a great question. What is the, more, what is the most thing? I don't know. Wow. We're, Impressive. I'm sure it's some kind of complex. And oh, you know what? Probably Disney down in Florida, Disney sport thing because well, they have a lot of baseball. I guess that doesn't really count. <laughs> it's not like they're having sports full time and people go to. But they people just go there to drink. There's a shit ton of tournaments there, though. Yeah, it's a good point. It's probably just Disney. They, they have like AAU and all the baseball. Like Sean went to those damn things with his yeah. teams. So. But still, like oh. fifty. Can you imagine fifty full size soccer fields? <laughs> No, <laughs> like I can't. Line I, back I'm, back. I'm gonna Google Map it right now so I can actually inv- like get a scale and see. Oh yeah. So what's this place called again? It's called the National Sports Center in Blaine, Minnesota. Because if you All put right. in National Sports Center, you're gonna get like a Scott Van Pelt. Maps. There we go. All right. They yep. There it is. I gotta guy. zoom out. Yeah. Gotta right. keep zooming out. Yeah. Right. Keep zooming. Hey, in, Invictus Brewing Company is right there across the street. Yeah, it's actually that's a really good place. Like we we got trapped there. There was a soccer tournament, a softball tournament, a hockey tournament going on. Me, Jim, and Johnny went, and um, yeah, it was packed. But that's a, that's a weird place because you order, you you have a table. They give you a table, but you have to go up and order at the register, and then you have to go to the bar and order your beer there, and then you take everything, and that's it. Like they don't. They don't actually wait on you. You wait on yourself mm-hmm. kind of thing. They just bring you the food and throw it at you and say, here. But here. Um, there is a milkshake that if it's a, I think it was a strawberry cheesecake milkshake. It's a strawberry shake with a piece of cheese, uh, literally a full-size piece of cheesecake on top of it that you dip the cheesecake into the shake. Wow. It's, imp- it's, it's aggressive. <laughs> so. All right. I see. All right. The golf course, it's a little misleading. 
because mm-hmm. the golf course appears to like wrap around a business area, right? So it's not like one big tract of land. They built the golf course, and then 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 now they have all of the other fields and stuff around it. Like Prodigy Martial Arts is right there. Done right Auto Details right there. Ferguson Plumbing Supplies right there. Prodigy. So yeah. Let's screen share it. So here is here it is. Conquer Ninja Gyms in Blaine. <laughs> Right next to the Play It Again Sports in Blaine. Yeah, this place is wild. Yeah, so if you have the chance to, if you have a tournament out there, go ahead and get the National Sports Center. Right there in Blaine. Right there. And Coon Rapids is there. Free, uh, Fridley, where I stayed, was there. Pretty north. And there's nothing around. There's no, there's no, there's no other anything living out there either that's the, that's why they have so no, much it, as i zoom out it's like that and then it very very quickly goes to nothing yeah nothingness carlos yeah. avery state wildlife management area there you go perfect <laughs> there's really not much there you found it all right hi lyle hey how's it going it's great hi jen It's a it's an audio medium, Jen. Uh, I just I just scrolled out further and then Wyoming showed up and I'm what? like, that's not right. How? Wyoming's not there. It was Wyoming. There's a Wyoming, Minnesota. Oh, Come yeah. on, yes, yeah, sure. there is. Yeah, that's a, that's ridiculous. Hmm. Yeah, that's just confusing. There's an Alexandria, Minnesota too, Mark. I I, I don't like Alexandria. <laughs> I see it though. There it is. I see it. Right, I don't like it. Right outside, right outside Kensington and Glenwood. Yeah. Right. What's going on with this? There's a Kensington in every damn state, I think. Right? It's like an MLK Boulevard. It's always there. <laughs> um, Lyle, we, we, we were talking previous mm-hmm. uh, about some things. Let me see if I have mm-hmm. anything left on my rundown. Uh, oh, not really. Okay, good. <laughs> so uh, our Patreon pick was hockey bars. Like, what is your ideal hockey bar? Like what would it entail? First off, have you been to many hockey-related specific bars? I I honestly can't say that I have. Okay. Uh, the best one though was in uh, St. Paul. Sure. Of course. So uh, what would the ones we went to? I don't think I we went to Tom. Past. I don't think we went. We to didn't Tom go to Reed. Tom Reed's. We went to that one that was across the, Eagle, the street from uh, the Target Eagle Center. River. Yeah. Well, Tom Reed's is right down the street. So if we went past the Eagle, Eagle Street thing, oh. if we walked right down there, we didn't know any better. No, of course we um, didn't. Which, by the way, the Eagle River thing was closed like Mondays, Tuesdays. So I went there. I'm like, hey, it's where Dale Hunter got Lyle from behind. Um, <laughs> so. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I never did finish my Willie and Reed's pitch because oh, yeah, I had no, to leave. Ahead. So that place, um, it turned into a Blackfin, which is it's just a dumb, dumb um, like dance bar type place. Mm. But what before it was William Reed's, it was like it was nice and slow. They had really good food. You could watch any game. You, I watched the uh, the Penguins, Red Wings. I think the 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 second series. Uh, That's the second the, time the, this thing turned up. The one that the oh nine. Uh, damn, which one of them actually won that year? The Penguins won the second one. The second. Okay, so the Penguins won the second one. Um, and then I watched Italy win win the World Cup there in two thousand and six. Is that, is that right? 14, 18, 22. Yeah, 2006. Uh, yeah, love that bar. They just had TVs on the wall. It was it was a chill place. They had good food. And uh, that's that's my ideal hockey bar. 
Although when I, I, I was never actually able to go there for a Caps game when people cared about the Caps. Uh. Because that was during the very early years of the Ovechkin era, and they were not good back then. No. So, uh, so I would imagine that that place would have gotten awesome, very mm-hmm. awesome, uh, for something like that. But unfortunately, didn't get a chance to to experience that. So, yeah. uh, so Lyle, not many hockey bars you've been to. At not all. many. I've been to several sports bars, obviously, but not any that would be that was you know hockey specific. Sure. You know. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that one that we were, uh, that we were in there in, uh, St. Paul at the time for the draft. I mean, that, that was about as close as it coming. That was a sports bar, but it was very heavily hockey themed. Yes. So, well, you know, I, I, I consider that more a hockey bar than a sports bar. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, definitely enjoy those comfortable couches as well. Right to sit on and, and watch stuff. In fact, uh, they were so comfortable, all of us were nearly fell asleep. Right, we were yeah. waiting for late to finish up, of course. <laughs> so so that we could uh, then do the our, our post draft show. But uh, yeah, that was very very comfortable, very relaxed. By, Definitely by, enjoyed that. By the way, Lyle, you'll be happy to know that standalone Sears is still there. Go away! Um, it's is not. It really? It's 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 not operating, but it's still standing. Oh well, I was going to say <laughs> As Sears is long dead. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, I knew that. I was thinking it was sort of like a like the last blockbuster sort of like thing, rogue, you know, a rogue Sears. One diehard. Like, <laughs> he's just like putting Sears stickers on everything right. he's buying from Home Depot exactly. or you know wherever, right? You know. Oh uh, yeah. You know Lowe's, whatever. But yeah, no. If we ever get back to St. Paul, Lyle, we got to go to uh, got to go to Tom Reed's. It's a good good shit. I like the uh yeah, the uh what what brief uh, film footage you put up there. It looks mm-hmm. that looks really good. well, I've heard all, I've heard so many great things about it. It's almost like that's the best hockey bar. Jen so. Jen the poutine though. It's so good. Is it? It Excellent. is so good. Excellent. It's like Tom, Tom Tom must have brought in imported a French Canadian a uh, Quebecois chef in order to do it. Why properly. not? Yes. You, Absolutely. You hey, you're going to get proper poutine, man. You're going to go to Quebec. There's a place in Minnesota called, there's a city called Little Canada. So why not throw him there and say, but he's still living in Canada, though. There you, you go. Can't, you can't bust me for this immigration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Little Canada. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's the size of Prince Edward Island. It's Little Canada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's mini Canada. <laughs> yeah, mini Canada inside of Minnesota. <laughs> there you go. Um, Boy, Leafland's fun right now, isn't it? Oh, my oh God. I love every minute of it. Oh, my God. Remember, it wasn't that long ago I was saying, you know, geez, I was really going to miss the drama because they finally want to want a playoff round. And wow. well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it was disappointing that they got beat out in the second round. But hey, they won a first round. That's enough to that's enough to save Kyle Dubas's job. <laughs> then, he, then he's wrong. like, I don't want this job anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want this job, but. Well, it's going to depend on how I'm feeling. You know, it was really tough on my family. I really don't want to do, not sure. It'll be either this job or nothing at all. It was really tough on my family. Oh, by the way, uh, and meanwhile, on the down low, it's like, uh, yeah, I want this job. Pay me more. Yeah. Listen, you know, I love now, this job. Don't listen, listen to what I, I don't said. doubt that this that this year was probably tough on his family, <laughs> to, to, be, to be fair, mm-hmm. to be fair. I don't doubt that it was, but it, it's kind of hard to, you know, I, I actually felt sympathy for him until I found out about everything that was going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, don't go and throw your family out there like that then. Mm-hmm. All right. 
don't don't do that. Don't do that. You're using them as a prop now. I'm sorry, but you're using them as a prop. Don't yeah. do that. Keep it pro. Keep it professional. All right. If you're saying, you know, it's it's the Leafs or nothing. Okay. Hey, cool. That's fine. Though it's starting to look like it's the Leafs and maybe Pittsburgh. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you notice he didn't say no. And, you know, the way things went down with Toronto, I mean, listen, hey, you want to stay in the game, stay in the game. I don't fault you. But, uh, again, I just felt a little uncomfortable with him, you know, bringing up his family one minute. And it's like I said, I, you know, I felt sympathy for him. And, again, I don't doubt that it was hard on his family. But then, again, all this stuff going on behind the scenes that basically it just came down to pay me more money and I want more autonomy. Mm -hmm. Away we go. Whatever. Be honest, for God's sake. But anyway, so there's that. The Shanna plan is going as planned, right? Like this is uh, exactly. Oh yeah, how this they, is exactly how, sh- how this is exactly it. how Shanny planned this. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's it's all going the way that he charted it out nine years ago. Guys, yeah. we're figuring we're figuring this thing. Yeah, um, and they don't have a lot of time. They really don't have a lot of time to to get a new general manager in there and then start, uh, you know, talking to Austin Matthews and go. So, hey, new guy in town. Still want to sign with us? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, listen, and, and my God, you know, though, I will say this. <laughs> there 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 have been I saw some folks <clears throat> who didn't know better and some pundits who really should know better. Uh, comparing this to the dark days of of Harold Ballard's ownership, and Jen, I think you can back me up on this. There is no comparison. No, not at all. The Ballard years were horrible. They were the true the true bottom for for the Leafs in their history. It really was. This is this is a, a speed bump. It's a very noticeable speed bump. What's going on here right now? But this has absolutely nothing to do and and. Jen could regale us. We could make a Jen. We could probably make a week long show out of the the foibles of Harold Ballard. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I have a few stories. I'm sure you have many more that I don't even know about. So yeah, this is this has nothing to do. It's not even comparable. But um, it, what comes out of the next few weeks though is going to chart you know kind of an interesting destination for the Leafs over the next few years in the short term. You know, it's going to determine how long Austin Matthews stays. It's going to determine how long Mitch Marner stays, how long William Nylander stays. So and I think I think we can it's fair to say we know how long John Tavares is going to be staying. It's two more years and then they're going to thank him for his for everything he did. And if they didn't lift lift a cup during his time, well, too bad. So sad. But thanks, champ. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And then off they go. But Nylander and, and Marner and, and uh, Matthews, they're the main the main guys that you know whose futures are going to be impacted by who would whoever the Leafs hire as their general manager within the next couple of weeks. Clock's ticking. Could mm-hmm. be Brad True Living. That would be fun. Oh yeah, for that sure. That would be fun. The NHL is great at recycling. They they really they they deserve an award. They recycle general managers. They recycle coaches. You know, mm-hmm. fantastic. Hey, sunrise One. sunset. Exactly. Garbage in, garbage out. No. I will say it's very sad that Austin Matthews is going to need a new place to play hockey, and then Arizona is going to leave before he can go home. <laughs> our dreams, our <laughs> dreams of Tempe have been destroyed. No chop shop now. I'm so sad about all that. 
Um, yeah, we had such great plans. We were charting Austin's Austin's uh, post leaf career. Everything was looking so good, you know. And now they may not even be. Uh, well, they're certainly not going to be in Tempe. We know that's out. Um, I think it's what Mesa, 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 Mesa. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm Spanish pronunciation. Table, uh, yes. <laughs> but Mesa, yeah. Um, that one, that one's interesting. They're not, they're not dead yet, but they better sort something out. They're here. Call, they're calling their relatives in to say, hey, yeah, yeah may want to get here soon. You may want to get here soon. He may not be be. They may not be much longer for right. this earth. Um, yeah, maybe maybe they can come up with something through through Mesa. Uh, their mayor is has basically told them, look, there's plenty of avenues here. I, I guess there's an area where the old Fiesta Mall. Gotta love that the mm-hmm. Fiesta Mall. I can already see it. You know, <laughs> it had a Sears as an anchor store, didn't it? Come oh, absolutely. On. Who did? Come on, a blockbuster down the corner. It you definitely know. had that blue carpet with like the the confetti. What looked oh, like confetti yeah. sure, in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, but uh, apparently, yeah, there's an old mall location. If the, he's basically encouraged him, saying, "Look, there's 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 several avenues here for you for, for private land." That won't require a public referendum here. If it's private land, yep, you buy it, where you go, do whatever you want with it. So that might be an option for them. Uh, you know, the league is working with them on this as well. Because, of course, we know Gary does not want this dream to die. You know, yeah, Commissioner Bettman does not want this to end. If there's any way possible to salvage this, they will. But, uh, it's not looking good, though. That being said, if if they can't come up with with anything there, um, then they're not going to have any choice. It's going to have to be relocated. You can't. They can't stay in Mullet Arena for the next five to ten years. They just can't. The whole reason they were in Mullet Arena was just it was only supposed to be for three years. They were going to have their beautiful new building in Tempe, and everything was going to be awesome. And now that's out the window. So. That means Austin Matthews isn't going to have a, an Arizona home to, to, to play with once his, his tenure's done. You know, we, we could have had something. We could have had it. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. been so beautiful. Could have been so nice. Yeah. yeah. But now Austin Matthews is waiting to see how they're going to extend him, who's going to come in. It's going to be a great time for everybody. Oh, yeah. There, uh, this, this, this saga is not over. There's, there's a lot more to, to go here. Who, who a lot is, more. Who his new coach is going to be? Because you got to figure Sheldon Keefe's going to be going. Oh, too. man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. if Sheldon Keefe comes out. But here's the thing that's really, really interesting, too, is, is apparently uh, TSN's Chris Johnston reported last night that Shanahan called his core four, of course, Tavares, Matthews, Marner, and Nylander, and basically told them, gave at least told them they they were unlikely to be moved. That they're looking at bringing them back for you know for next season. Mm-hmm. If they're going to do that, then you can. If you're a Leafs fan, forget about a blockbuster trade that's going to bring in that number one defenseman or that power forward that you've been dreaming of. Forget about a massive U, UFA signing this summer because they're not going to have the cap space to do it. They're just not, you know, the only other player outside of those four they could trade that might bring in that kind of return of a top pairing defenseman or power forward is Morgan Riley. And if you trade him, you basically now created, you know, 
Okay, you've traded one defenseman for another defenseman, but you still need another number one defenseman. And if you trade him for a power forward, well, great, you've just blown your blue line to hell. So Morgan Riley's not going anywhere either. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think they're going to be looking at him as being the Leafs captain when Tavares' contract is up in two years' time. So if if you're a Leafs fan, if that's Shanahan's plan is I'm keeping the I'm bringing the band back for another year, then just ex- get expect there to be just at the same as we've seen in recent years. They're constricted by the cap, so it's just going to be minor depth additions, a, a, an affordable free agent signing of a 32 year old guy that oh you know maybe always wanted to shot. play in Toronto. Yeah, maybe maybe you make a trade for a young kid on another team that's that's having trouble making it with the teams with now, but maybe that change of scenery will make him play up to. It's going to be a lot of little minor additions to try, you know, to kind of build up the depth again, and it's just going to be the same old shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just going to be the same old shit. They'll still be the, with the stars they have, and it's really a core five. It's not a core four. You have to include Morgan Riley in there, mm-hmm. and. Listen, with the goaltending they have, too, because I was impressed with Samsonov and with uh, Wall. Um, I thought they played very well, you know. I think they have, but both of them have potential. So I think their goaltending is going to be at least okay. And, you know, with, with that core five they have, they have the talent to continue to be a strong regular season team. But they're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs. It's going to be the same old stuff. And then what are you going to do? Is it just Shanahan who gets fired next year if this doesn't work out again? God willing. Probably. Yeah. Probably. So currently, if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone, they have 15 players uh, Mm -hmm. rostered, 33 Mm -hmm. standard player contracts, sitting at 74 million, 74.3 with the projected uh, salary cap at, what, 83.5? Next year or is it eighty four five next year? Eighty. It's supposed to be eighty three point five million. Eighty three five next, next year. year. Okay, so they got nine million in cap space to sign. And they'll get another five point six two five because Muzzin's done. Right. So they'll put him. They'll keep him on LTIR. They can then spend over the cap by his sure. equivalent. So basically, it's going to be like about fourteen fifteen mil they'll have available. But yeah. that's not enough. No, to, no, because you got to fill. You got to fill out literally your last two lines. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, should be interesting. Should be and fun. Samsonov needs a new contract. Yes, so, he does. Yeah. He is. Maybe you can make Matt Murray's contract disappear and give yourself some more. You know. Oh, by the way, very quickly. Uh, let, I think thirty seconds in, Florida won nothing over Carolina in the first. So. Duclair with a rebound on his own shot off the post and indeedly, doodly. Yep. So, so this one's they're out of the gate fa- hot. Fade complete, Lyle. It is over. It is it is Florida town, baby. Don't know what that means. Uh, I gotta say though, for for long suffering uh, Panthers fans, and hey, we've known a few over the years, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm very happy for them. They've been through a lot, and so they deserve this. Who'd, I am very happy for them. Who'd have thought Paul Maurice would have been the guy to pull him out of this funk? Isn't that something? And that's a <laughs> that's a good story right there too. Yeah, you know. He, he, well, he was saying that, yeah, that they were interviewing him, I think it was about a week, week and a half ago before the the, 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 the conference final started. And he said that coaching this team helped him rediscover his, his love of hockey again because there was there was no certainty there. Geez, the first half of the season was just terrible. They were out of contention and they were like Panthers fans were saying, fire this guy, get him out of here. But they turned it around and he helped turn them around. And uh, yeah, 
it's it's quite a story. It's quite a story going on there in 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 Sunrise. And let's be honest, Matthew Kachuk is just a fucking one man oh, wrecking crew. Absolutely, and Bobrovsky. Oh, there's that two time. There's that two time two time Vezina Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. The only active two time Vezina Trophy winner in the NHL, by the way, Sergey Bobrovsky. Wow, Vasilevsky. Wow, he hasn't won two. Only won one. How about uh, MAF? He won the Conn Smythe Trophy in in uh, 2021. But uh, yeah, no, MAF he's only, only won the the uh, the Vezina once. MAF only won one, or he has he won any at all? I don't think who. He- Flurry has won one. He won one a couple years ago. One time, yes. Wow. Yep. Impressive. That was his. Was that his last season in Vegas? I think. I think so. Yeah. I believe it was. Yeah. It was kind of. It was kind of that weird thing. It's like, oh, (laughs) oh, now I'm here now. (laughs) Oh, awkward. (laughs) Oh, 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 geez. Congratulations on winning the Vezina. Where do you want to get traded to? Right. Mm, Yeah. Uh, Mark, you already have the list up, don't you? Nope. Okay, cool. I don't. <laughs> who was the uh I trust you guys. Who was By the way, very quickly in case you're wondering, I'm I'm representing our yes. uh our two teams that Thank did you, not buddy. do that that, that whose whose dreams fell short, but they gave it a hell of a run sure and did. So that's my Yarmouth Mariners in the Centennial Cup and of course your Maryland Black Bears. Yeah. It's a hell of yeah. a time. Hell of a time. Uh Oh, hey. Hey. They but hey, there. you know they they earned their way. Both teams oh, earned yeah. their way to those respective tournaments. Oh, so sure. you know, well done to them. Nothing to hang your head about at no, all. No, absolutely not. So absolutely. And Scotty, hi. by the way, seriously, you know, big shout out to you, my Thanks, friend. Buddy. I you did a terrific job doing that play by play. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You like seriously? I and of course I couldn't resist throwing a, a little yeah the <laughs> old bait little, deal in there. <laughs> little good natured dig in there. I just couldn't resist. Yeah. As soon as I said, "Yeah, you sound like a seasoned pro," and immediately <laughs> and I was like, "Ding, obey." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, just, well I, I tried to Dickie Dunn the thing and just try to capture the spirit of it all, and so oh, it worked listen, out well. No, seriously, seriously, man, well done. Thank well, that that is not an easy gig. Oh no, it's fucking play sucks. by play is not an especially easy when you gig. only know one team and you don't yeah. like you haven't seen the other team at all. Like that oh. that first game, I'm like number checking things, and luckily the the. Uh, <laughs> Jared from the Austin Bruins had like a new, like in numerical order, so I didn't have to look at line charts and a yeah. pronunciation guide with it. So I'm like, oh, thank fuck. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was a fun time. It was enjoyable. So we'll see what no. comes of that, if anything. I'm gonna excuse me, say I'm gonna show it to them. I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What very, you got, very, Lyle? very quickly. What do you got? Very, man? very quickly. Very, very quick. No, no, I was going to show this to you guys later on. Okay. But my, I, very quickly, my brother-in-law, the shadow here is my wife standing <laughs> Lean in and say hi to everybody. Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> Dina, that's, that's Jen, that's Scotty, and that's Mark. Yay. Hi. Dina. Hello. Hey. My better half. Nice to meet you all. Nice, nice to, to meet you, you too. <laughs> yes. Anyway, from my, from my brother-in-law, my favorite brother-in-law, my only brother-in-law, I got three autographed pucks. Hey! And the first one, well, it's uh, Patrick Waugh. Nice. Autograph. This is an old-style NHL puck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The old logo. Uh, Rob Blake from your Los Angeles Kings. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Old logo. Old logo. And this is a newer logo one, but it is Eric Carlson while he was a senator. Oh, damn. Nice. Very nice. There you go. So uh, we're going to be getting new cases, uh, for obviously, sure. for them. But, uh, yeah, 
Happy 60th birthday for life. Yes, happy Yay. 60th, happy 60th, birthday. 60th birthday, everybody. Yeah. So, Yay. <laughs> it's like I was trying to tell her. I was like, I'm going to show them to them. And we got God, let me do it. <laughs> Fine. I'll do now. No, now. <laughs> nice. Very good. So, so there, that's living proof that I actually have a wife. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. We've figured it out. I We've done it. I've been making her up for the last 20 years. No. <laughs> I was going to say, your Photoshop skills are impeccable. Impressive. I know, right? All right, so I, I'm looking okay. at the Vezina list, mm -hmm. and uh, Lyle, you probably know this one, but since 2009, okay, there's only been two multi-time winners, one being Bobrovsky. Who is the second one, Mark? Tim mm. Thomas. All right. Jen? I have no idea. Lyle. Mm. Lyle? Oh, boy. Um, Since I was going to say Tim Thomas, but I, I'm not sure if it was him or not. Um, because I know they're not playing now. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> that would ruin your whole, Hey, the only two time active guy. Yeah. I, I know that Bobrovsky is the only two time active guy. Right. Um, Marty Bruder. Tim Thomas should have went with your instinct. Oh, Thomas won oh nine and 11, uh, two times in three years. Well done, Mark. That's kind of Thank you. it's kind of insane that we had we don't because we had times where it was just runs, Hassock, Burdor, yeah. um, Fuhr, yeah. like it like yeah. insane. And now it's just yeah. like meh. I meh. mean, it does have a lot to do with the parody in the league. Parody, yeah. And you know, when you had the super teams that those guys, a lot of those guys well, Hashik, I mean, when he was winning them. Hashik was the only one that, yeah, he basically put an entire team on his back for yeah. six years. And the, yeah, right. the only time <laughs> yeah. it got broken up where was by both of the uh, or two of the three capitals winners of the Vezina Trophy. <laughs> right. Jim Carrey right. and Olaf Kolzig. Yep. Oli the goalie and uh, the net detective. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, even Patrick Waugh, if memory serves, I don't believe that he was a Vezina winner during his cup years there in Montreal. Uh, hold on a second. I got to go back to it. I was looking up what Jim yeah. Carrey's doing now. Because I, I believe he did win it once or once with Montreal. Uh, Waugh won it in 89, 90, and 92. Right. So he did so win it did, twice. Did it, yeah. That's three. Um, <laughs> oh, he, oh, he won at 89 and 90. I thought you yep. meant 89, 90. No, Sorry. No. Okay, no. my bad. <laughs> so, yeah. so he did win it three times. Yeah, uh, yep, yeah. Uh, 89, uh, 88, 89, 89, 90, and 91, 92. So, yeah, not okay. in any of his Stanley Cup years. Not in any of his Cup. In fact, the, 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 the second Cup that he won in Montreal, like his, he, had a, he actually had a bad season yep. that year. There was talk of trading him for Ed Belfour at one point during low, that season. Three years later. Yeah. They finally do, and they said, screw it. Mm. Yeah. So, good times. Good times. Uh, are you are you disappointed by the duds that have been this uh, the conference finals? Uh, yeah, I have to say I was expecting I was expecting better. Um, I was, ex you know, I mean, the uh, the the Florida Carolina series has been has been very close. Could have gone either way, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, Carolina you know, a bounce here and there and, and maybe they'd be up, you know, like two games to one or what have you, you know, it's not like they've been blown out or, or that they've, you know, played terribly in any, by any stretch, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that one. Vegas at Dallas, Dallas, what a disappointment. 
though, and mm-hmm. not taking anything away from Vegas. They have earned every one of these victories. But my God, I was expecting so much better from Dallas in this series, and they just they you know well they were they were what two and a half minutes away from winning game two and then Ryan mm-hmm. Suter with the laziest clearing attempt I have seen in years yeah especially from a, an experienced pro like him to just lackadaisical hey eh, throw it up the side of the board picked off in the back of the net and both in games one and two it was like the the stars weren't prepared for overtime. Yeah. You know, they were acting like, well, this is like a regulation period. Oh, we gave up an early one. That's okay. We got, you know, 17, 18 minutes to go. Plenty of time to get it back. It's like, no, it's, geez, like, you could tell the difference. I mean, Vegas come charging out like, this is overtime. Let's get out there. Let's score. Let's score. And Dallas just just didn't seem to have it at all. Mm. And that game last night was, that's one of the worst games I have seen the Dallas Stars play the one worst playoff games I have seen them play. That was disgraceful. That was absolutely disgraceful. And Jamie Ben, yeah, oh, that cross check, that yeah. was just that was that was so stupid. I mean, that's something you would expect from from a kid who's got like maybe just you know less than two two or three years in the league. He's all excited or whatever, and, and the adrenaline's pumping. Okay, and he does a stupid thing. This is a 14 year NHL veteran, a captain, mm-hmm. right? And not only does he you know do what he does and deliberately lays the lumber on Mark Stone while he's down in a, in, a, in a vulnerable position. But you've got his his coach and his teammates after the game saying he made a mistake. Ben made a mistake. That wasn't a mistake. That was just a stupid move by a guy who should know better. And and he's basically unapologetic today. Oh, well, I was trying to say, well, I was falling and I just – You weren't falling. <laughs> who are you trying to kid? You stood no. over him and went, oof, you gave it to him, buddy. Lyle, I like, always fall at the hips. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was – that was and, and Jake Ottinger, I don't know what has happened to him in this series at all. He, in fact, in this playoff, he has not had a good playoff. But in this series, he just – yeah. You have to wonder if not, that if that uh, it's a. I don't know what a comparable is. Jordan Bennington, like, but even Jordan Bennington won a cup at least. Like, like yeah, Ottinger, and, Ottinger and had Bennington one just good had that one good year. I mean, Jake Ottinger's had you know like three. You know, he just keeps getting better and better. You know, sure. so and and I'd hate to draw that comparable because you know Ottinger's pretty cool, calm, and collected, and Bennington's a, a loose not, cannon. So <laughs> not at all. You know, to to put it politely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel I feel when you when you look at that Ottinger, he just had that one. He had the one big playoff last year against the Flames. That really raised expectations. And, and yeah, and yeah. then now now look at him. It's like uh, maybe he wasn't ready, uh, all that ready for prime time. I you know? I would disagree with that. Yeah. I I don't think that it's a case of not being ready for prime time. I just. I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because they've gone as deep as they have in the playoffs. This is the farthest he's ever gone in, in the NHL playoffs. Right. So maybe it's coping with that pressure. And and we've got to remember, he's 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 not a, a, a you know like he's not in his late twenties or anything like that. This is like his third season. I think he's what 24, 24, 25. Yes. Yeah. What's that? Twenty four. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, just his third season and and I think heightened expectations that that might be part of it. And with maturity, I think he's going to he's he's going to get better. You know. Yeah. 
uh, it is his, and he also played 62 games this season as well. So I'm yeah, sure the longevity workload for him yeah. too. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's part of it as well. It's an excellent point, Scotty. I think that that's part of that, yeah. but just as a team though, um, they just haven't looked good in this series at all. And, mm-hmm. and that was just game. They were really frustrated about how game two ended for them. And I think that just, they, they didn't let it go and it just boiled over into this one early and, by the end of the first period, it was done. Yeah. So, yeah. Hate when that happens. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if it ends up as we anticipate being a Florida Golden Knights final, I mean, hey, you know, hope look for the positive. Hey, hopefully it'll be an entertaining series. I mean, yeah, we we don't have have dogs in this fight, but you know, make it entertaining. I've seen I've seen plenty of Stanley Cup finals with teams that I didn't give a crap about that it was like, oh, geez, this is actually pretty goddamn right. good. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. Yeah. I'll be damned. Yeah, I mean, going into this though, none of the four teams, in my opinion, were really salacious in any way, right? No, nothing, yeah. nothing. Screen. The Panthers had a good story of like. You know, they were the President's <clears throat> Trophy winners last year, and mm. and this year they're coming back to try and redeem themselves and all that. But the other three teams are, like, vanilla, in my opinion. Just, yeah, I mean, there's Karen... nothing, there's no good, if this was a WWE main event, I, <laughs> there's nothing about it that makes me want to be interested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be honest. I mean, Carolina had, like, the second best record in the league this year. But honestly, y- y- even from time to time, I had to look that up and double check just to make sure what I was writing <laughs> about them. It was like, really? Yes, really. Yeah, they did. But, yeah, there's there's really, you know. And, I mean, they're, they're, they're listen, they, they, they're a great story in themselves as a franchise because hockey has really grown, you know, there. I mean, you know. When they when they talk about how loud that building is, you know, I mean, it really, really comes through. And I mean, Paul Maurice, you know, was saying how much things had changed from 20 years ago when he coached them, you know, in his early years when he when he coached them, when they when they because he was there when they moved from Hartford to, uh, you know, mm-hmm. to Raleigh. Yeah. Well, the Greensboro it was was it Greensboro they yes. went to first. Yep. Yeah. And he was just saying, yeah, how it was just, you know dead it was you know for the longest time it was a joke he said even when they went to the to the stanley cup final in 2002 it was you know they were still kind of trying to get a vibe going you know they still weren't that well known and that popular but it it has really changed and you know now i mean yes this is this this is a team that uh you know they're going to be a dominant club for for a while i mean that's the thing they're not they're, you know the, the hurricanes aren't one and done in there they've been a you know the last five years they've been among the better teams in the eastern conference so they're going to stay that way for a while because they don't have like a lot of aging veterans who are past their prime like all their core guys are are still in their prime and they've got some young talent coming up as well. Some of that's already in their roster. So, you know, I think they're going to be really good for a while. But to Mark's point, though, there's nothing that really, you know, stands out in terms of something that gets you really excited about them. Yeah. No, it's kind of. If you're, yeah, if you're not a fan of them. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We will see what the, and of course, everyone's going to be like, oh, the ratings suck. We need more. We need more hockey markets. Uh. Oh, stop it. My God. (laughs) You know, the ratings in in Raleigh, you know, the Raleigh market, their ratings have been some of the highest that Mm -hmm. the league has had for Stanley Cup playoff games. So that's a load of BS right there. There was a time to, you know, ratings for for hockey playoffs in in Tampa 
weren't very good. And for the last three years, they were among the best. Why? Because Tampa was a Stanley Cup final and the game is growing there and the markets are growing and the hockey's getting more. For God's sake, even in Arizona, where did you think Austin Matthews came from? That he sprung out of a cactus and from whole cloth out of a cactus in Arizona somewhere? No, they have a thriving hockey program there. The team may not be doing well, but it has helped grow, actually grow the game in that state, you know? So this whole stuff and and the other thing about that and I'm kind of I know I'm kind of ranting a little bit here but even my ranting no. gets raved so I'll carry on. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But about no, that. but 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 you know what did people think was going to happen when you expanded into all these markets? Did you think that all these Sunbelt teams would just know their place and be quickly eliminated in the first maybe second round so that all of the big hockey markets, the established ones, were going to go on and keep winning Stanley Cups? Come on now. Come on. This was inevitable that it was going to happen. For God's sake, three of the four teams in the 2020 Stanley Cup final were Sunbelt teams. Mm -hmm. What did you think was going to happen? Get used to it. If you want your big market team to go to the Stanley Cup final, maybe you should demand of your general managers and coaching staff and your ownership to put together a better team. Gee, there's an idea. You know, have them hire better people to manage and coach your team to bring in better players so that you can become a Stanley Cup finalist. It's not because people, you know, the NHL favors these teams. That's the other thing. I love the conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. I love the conspiracy theory. Oh, this is Gary Bettman's wet dream. This is what he wanted. It was all four, <laughs> four Sunbelt teams in the final. He loves this. It's like, it's all a conspiracy. So, yeah, okay, put the tinfoil hat away for a minute, right. Herman, and under, understand that these teams are there because they are better managed and better coached, okay? And that's because they have better players than your team does. <laughs> Accept it and demand more from your team yeah good luck good luck having that in the forums like no we have to do this this and this <laughs> anyway i'm sorry it's a, pro- it's a progress uh, <laughs> oh man uh but da, ba, da, ba. anything else off the ice loud that we may have missed uh well you, we were talking about the salary cap earlier and uh our old buddy larry brooks oh, the king of the two-finger type is larry oh, brooks our old pal <laughs> but larry but larry is well connected with the national hockey league players association so i give props where it's due mm-hmm. and he broke the story earlier this week <clears throat> that the pa and the league were going to be holding meetings starting this week to discuss elevating the salary cap Mm. raising it uh, above that $1 million. And I think that's something that will gain traction with the NHL Board of Governors if you can come up with something, that a, a plan that would actually help do that. Because there are, there are 15 teams out of the 32 that have less than $5 million in cap space. You have another seven that have less than, than $15 million to work with. Okay, So there's not a lot of money there. And you've got teams that want to improve. You've got players that are looking for raises. You've got free agents that are going to be out there that teams are going to want. Everybody wants to see that cap go up by more than a million. But because of the well, CBA nonsense from beforehand, mm-hmm. they can only go up. And this would be the final season coming up where it would just go up by one million. Then after that, what the players had left less left in escrow that they still owe the owners from 2020 would be all paid off and then we're back to normal 
raises. And in fact, they will be very significant raises in the cap. Mm-hmm. But everybody kind of wants to get that done now, at least something. The problem is, of course, is that Batman has said what, you know, is saying that and justifiably that, well, not all the escrow has been paid back yet. Now they're going to look at how all the all the remaining hockey related revenue shakes out. And he says that if you know, it's possible that it might go up more than one million if we make more revenue than projected. But the fact that the league and the PA are meeting to hold these discussions tell me they're not going to meet that target. So. But the thing is, is Batman has said, well, if we can't meet that target, then the players for next season are going to have to accept an increase in the 6% escrow payment, which the players are not going to do. You know, Mm -hmm. it's now 6%. It's going to remain at 6% for the remainder of the CBA. And they would much prefer that than the 10, 12, 15% that fluctuates up and down every year with uncertainty. This time they've got certainty for the next three years. So what they're what they're looking at is if if they're not going to accept a, a waiver of the uh, of, of an increased level of escrow, the players they're willing to accept more games for next season. Mm. And by more games, we're talking going from eighty two games to an eighty four game schedule. We're back, for next baby. Yes. yes, yes, we're back to nineteen ninety three ninety four. Yes, done it. Uh, but uh, they're looking at doing that and 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 how you would go about doing that is uh shortening preseason which oh, no. i am all for because yeah. it's no. just interminable now no yes well, yes I need, my, I need my fix of echl hockey before <laughs> exactly. echl hockey happens exactly i want to see i want to see who uh you know who they're who they're looking at in the echl i want i want to see the best that the ahl has to offer in terms of veterans looking for their last shot hell yeah uh i'm sorry (laughs) i don't mean to be cruel but there you are it's a cruel sport but anyway so that's one of the things they're looking at now whether that actually flies with batman i don't know but i really do think though that he might be getting some pressure from some folks on the board of governors because they 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 want to see that go up so that they can improve their teams for the coming season. We'll mm-hmm. see if anything comes of it. Yeah, no, nothing's gonna come of it. When does it ever come of it? All I can say is next summer. Oh boy, is there ever going to be a jump? Big time oh, jump in the cap. God, someone call Sammy Hay or David Lee Roth. Got <laughs> <laughs> which one? Yeah, big time. But uh, oh, it's uh, now two to one, Florida over oh, Carolina. What the hell in the first period with six fifty four remaining. Fast in the first. and furious, baby. Indeed. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, there's that. All right, Lyle. If I told you, mm-hmm. listen, we've got we've got a uh, we got something for you. We got some food for you. Mm-hmm. We got a we got a hot dago for you. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez. What do you think a uh, Dago is? <laughs> discussion, discussion of the day to day. Mark, you want to pick up on that, buddy? <laughs> We've already discussed We've it. discussed this, love. <laughs> because apparently, we went to a dive bar, and on the sign it said Dusty's. Hot Dagos and drinks. So... <laughs> Obviously, to us, it's like, what the hell's going on here? Apparently, yes. it's a sausage patty, uh, Italian sausage patty, placed in okay. between two buns. Okay. So it's a it's a sausage burger. Um, but uh, yeah, it kind of caught us off guard a little bit. Mm. 
but uh, yeah, it's a good time. They were read a lot of things about it. It's like, hey, this is a great sandwich, but it's also a slur. I yeah. don't know if you can order it. <laughs> How can you order it? I don't know. Mm. But yeah, that was a good time. Great time, mm. great memories. Anything else around there, Lyle? Uh, uh yeah, nah. we'll, we'll 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 just carry on here. I've I've kind of I, I kind of ate up too much time That's with my rants. Fine, so Lyle. We it's, listen, we don't have much left. I didn't have. I'm any... just I'm just getting into off season form, guys. I, I didn't I didn't plan anything because I got home at like three o'clock today. So <laughs> yeah. oh man, yeah. And, and Johnny's on his way home. Yeah. I was ill prepared as usual. So I, I had to. I called Jen in a last minute notice. Like, hey, can you hop on? She's like, I'm waiting for a bus. And then the bus like took eighty hours to get there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, what what uh, what's the libation there, Jen? Um. It's the Heineken Zero Beer. Okay. How is it? It's good. Is it? I actually didn't think I'd like Heineken, but it's good. Oh, so It's non-alcoholic, so... Yeah. 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 Heineken, oh, when they give it... That's how you earned it this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Now, that's the thing with, with, with those, uh, with the, you know, the zero alcohol beers. I mean, sometimes, yeah, they, could, they can be tasty, and sometimes it just... Yeah, you know, that's from my experience anyway. Sometimes you get them, they're good, and sometimes, eh. Molson used to make a good one up here. I don't, they probably still do. I, yeah. 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 Good times, great memories. Good times. Yeah. I have a couple non alcoholics in my uh, fridge. They've been here for quite a while. Why are you living? <laughs> don't put the kids in there. What was that? I, Scotty? So don't, I said, don't put the kids in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That reminds me of the old joke. I have a body of a 17-year-old. Yes, I keep it in my fridge. <laughs> but um Anyway. All right. Old jokes, folks. I really have nothing else. I'm really tired. So okay. I think we will cut uh, this we will cut this short then. Get a game show? Or we No, we... I think I think we're just gonna I think we're just gonna okay. punt. We're gonna give everyone a give you know what? Y'all been good this semester. We're gonna give you some time off. And then hey. there we go. Time. <laughs> so um, Lyle, thanks again for joining us. Next week we'll have the whole tribe, and we will no have uh, we will have the Stanley Cup final predictions. Yes, uh, and that'll be fun because my predictions so far have been awful. Not great. So, not, not great. Good at all. Not great. I am losing to inanimate objects badly. Well, to be shit. fair, the uh, the orb did did uh, did mimic you. So yes. Well, I think it, it guessed one mm. of them. The other way from Lyle, Daddy's but there's, I think it's the one that's actually Papa's got it here. Nope, they both the Orb and Lyle picked the exact same ones. Oh wow! Oh, the Cookie picked Florida and Vegas. Whoa! The Cookie could be tied for the lead with the Orb <laughs> at the end of this one. <laughs> okay, oh, there's a boy. There's a 200 point swing here uh, in the final, right? <laughs> Even then, the best you could do is tie Lyle. Yeah. Oh no! I'll take it. <laughs> All righty. Well, bud, right. we will uh, we will talk to you next week, and it'll be a great time for everybody. I'm sure. Well, it was great seeing you again, Jen. Enjoy the rest of your week. Good job, oh. Jen. That's uh, audio medium, Jen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted a response, and yeah, there goes Larich. Inspectors I'm tired. It's at Spectres Hockey on Twitter. Sounds like Scotty's tired. I'm uh, always tired. Every, yeah, we're we're all tired. I had a I had a four and a half hour drive. Though I did see the double decker Taco Bell, so that was good. Ooh, yeah, nice. The Taco is Bell that, that like a very big 
it, tourist it, attraction. Uh, well, it's that new Taco Bell Defy where you have the drive-through lanes. If you pre-order it, it comes down in a pneumatic tube. What? Yeah, it uses dumb waiters. It uses a tube. It's like a bank for diarrhea. Um, <laughs> so it's wonderful. It sounds um, wonderful. I went there. It was great. I didn't pre-order it because I didn't know to know that part of it, and then I had to order it. And the guy just had hit, had the thing come down in his little tube. I'm like, well, I didn't get to see it. It's not fun, but again, looks like a bank. It's, it's kind of weird, but it's in the middle of nowhere too. So plenty of land to do nothing. Incredible. I mean, be, hell, if you have a place that has fifty fifty full soccer fields, I mean, you have land for a two story Taco Bell. But anyway. Let's get the shout-outs. Mark, kick us. we have to have a Patonzo start the shout-out, so we will start with you because you're the only Patonzo here. Yes. All right. Uh, shout-out to um, the beer that I drank tonight, which is uh, a familiar one. It's Victory Storm King, mm. but it's the Dark Thunder version Ooh. of the Victory Storm King, a 9.1 stout. Um, although it does say it's a... It's oh, it has Pilsner malt, Pilsner Vienna roasted barley, black prince, whatever. Mm. Anyway, it's very good. I would. Uh, it's much better than. They, I guess they have to try and keep up with uh, all of the other, you know, more Trends. progressive breweries with all the crazy shit they're trying. Sure. Since uh, Victory Brewing Company has gotten lapped over the last decade by all <laughs> the other microbrews, but pretty good. And then, of course, shout out to uh, Zelda. Oh, you got the new the one? The new Zelda is fantastic. I don't need to tell anybody that. If, you, if you're listening to our show, I'm sure you have at least heard of the fact that a new Zelda game came out, and it's awesome. <laughs> you know of Legend of Zelda if yes. you're listening to this show. If you're not listening to this show, then you didn't hear it anyway, so what do you care? It would be very very strange if you're not listening to this show, but you've gotten right. to this point in the show. Right, be odd. Uh, anything else, sir? Nope, I'm good. All right. Jen, any shout outs? Mm, I don't know. I need to make sleep my friend. Okay, that's a good shout out. That's a very <laughs> good shout out. Uh, my shout outs. Thank, thanks, Jen, for coming on to be a co host. So it wasn't an hour monologue before either <laughs> Mark or Lyle showed up. Um, yeah, shout out to. Blaine, the the activities up there were certainly fun. It was a great time had by all. And that's about it. It's a short show, folks. And by short show, we mean an hour and a half. So <laughs> take that with you when you go along. Um, we'll talk to you next week, though. For Mark with a C and Jenny Chell, History Girl, I'm Scotty Waz. To care yourself on someone else, this has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Check us out on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at FOHS Radio and our Patreon, patreon.com slash face off hockey show until next week where we'll have everybody here and we'll have music peace <laughs>